serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades Baseball. The Show Me Sports Network will recap last game's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in the Mink League is on the air as Blake Gazaway and Grayson Smith are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball is brought to you by Centurion Cares, Batteries Plus Bulbs, Avon with Michelle Carty, Storm Pro Contractors, Mossy Oak Properties, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, River Oak Christian Academy, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Eddie Gaydell Society, Joe Mockins Ford, Riley Automotive, Southwest Dental, Canterbury Hill Winery, The Dugout Sports Cars, Edward Jones, Central Bank, Farmers Insurance, Animal Medical Center, Downtown Chiropractic Clinic, Jefferson Bank, BE Renewed LLC, Ponchero. State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, Hitachi ABB Power Grid, and Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Jefferson City Renegades Radio Network, Blake Gazaway. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gazaway here with you on the Show Me Sports Network, joined by Grayson Smith as we're just under 10 minutes away from getting our ball game underway here as the Renegades are hosting the Joplin Outlaws in their final homestead, the last two remaining regular season games here for the 2021 season. And uh, really, we got to say there's quite a bit on the line, not to put the pressure on the uh, Renegades, but a lot on the line. The scenarios look like this. They win both games. We play at home for a playoff game on Monday. They split the series or fail to win both contests in any form or fashion. Then we play on the road in Joplin on Monday for the playoff game, as that will be the wild card playoff round. Then Tuesday will be the divisional playoff round. Rain date on Wednesday in the league championship. Best of three-game series set for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So the guys know what they need to do. And uh, they're capable of doing it. It's just a matter of putting everything together. Yes, you are correct. I mean, I think they have the, the all the talent in the world to do so. And I think it's really vi- vital if they get their home support crowd from here in Jefferson City. So I, I would love to see a sweep this weekend as they play the Outlaws tonight and tomorrow. And I, I would love to have a home game here. Um, first playoff game, like you said, I think it would be great for Jeff City. It would be the first in franchise history to be 
at home as they played in uh, the playoffs, uh, but uh, just haven't ever played at home. So the uh, season matchups has has uh, really gone. You know, it's it's kind of a toss up as the last time these two teams faced off. That was back on Wednesday, July 14th. That was an eight to six win. That was on the road at Joplin. They played on the 11th. That's July 11th, Sunday. They lost six to four in that contest. And then we back up to the 6th of July. That was a nine to seven loss. And then we back up to the 2nd of July as we're going backwards in chronological order. That was a six to two win for the Renegades over Joplin. And then uh, we keep trekking back to the 22nd of June. That was a seven to three loss. The 20th of June. That was an 11 to nothing loss. Both of those were home games. That uh, game on the 20th, that was a run-ruled game. And that's where we end up with the series here as they'll play two more times this season. And like I said, they win both of them. They'll have a home playoff game. If they cannot find a way to win both, well, they'll still be in the playoffs. It just won't be here in front of the home crowd. Taking a look at the Mink League race, though, atop the South Division, is the Sedalia Bombers. They sit at 20-17 and 17 on the season. They've been out front uh, a good chunk of the last uh, week, week and a half, two weeks or so. They've been out top. Then then uh, next place would be the Nevada Griffins, however. Their season cut short, so it's null and void at the moment. Uh, so that would bump down to the Joplin Outlaws there at 17-20. and 20. They're three games back in the Mink League South Division. And then the uh, Jeff City Renegades at 15 and 18, also three games back as well. So mathematically, it's impossible for either of these teams to make the top spot. However, they do have the opportunity to possibly, maybe, at least we're hoping in the Renegades' sake, to win both these games and have a home playoff game. For the North Division, well, it really hasn't been much of a race since... uh, what, 10 games in? Maybe not even that many. As the Clarinda A's, they sit atop there at 30-4 and four this season. We talked about that last night, about them having 30 wins in the season. Just phenomenal. But one of those four losses did come at the hands of the Renegades here at home. As uh, St. Joseph Mustangs, they're 17-18. and 18. They sit in second place in the North Division. But again, the difference is in the South Division, there's three games separating first and second place in the division right now. In the North Division, that second place is 13 and a half games from first to second place. Then 15 and a half back, it'll be the Chillicothe Mudcats. They sit at 15 and 20. And then for the Des Moines Peak Prospects, they are sitting at 11 and 26 this season, and they are at 20 and a half games back here in the North Division. So tonight, an important game for the Renegades. They know that. I gave out some of our Athlete of the Week players before the game tonight, and uh the fellas, they know what they need to do, and we talked about that a little bit. They know what they need to do, and they know how to do it. It's just a matter of execution out on the field to make that happen. In the Meek League tonight, though, we will see a couple of games as St. Joe is on the road at Des Moines against the Peak Prospects. Both of those games are having a doubleheader, so game one should be close to being completed by now with the second game uh, starting slated for about 7.30. Again, they don't live score those, so we won't have a score update from that. Chillicothe Mudcats, they're hosting the Clarinda A's. That is a 7 o'clock first pitch that at Schaefer Park in Chillicothe. And then, of course, our game here, the Renegades hosting the Joplin Outlaws. We'll take a look at our starting lineups now for the Joplin Outlaws. They enter with a record of 17-20. and 20. They'll start batting first, playing third base. Will be Brett Weimers 
Batting second will be right fielder Caleb Fierstake. Batting third will be shortstop Logan Klein. Batting fourth will be left fielder Ethan Ellis. Batting fifth will be on first base will be Jared Toller. Playing second base, batting sixth will be Jeb Jenkins. Designated hitter, batting seventh, Kalen Protaski. Catching, batting eighth will be Cam Foffman. And playing center field, batting ninth will be Ethan Lopez. And on the mound will be their ace from Japan in Masayuki Maruhashi. He will get the start for the Outlaws as we've seen him. Let me get his stat line up here. We've seen him a couple times, three times to be exact. And uh, unfortunately, all three of those have gone in favor of the Outlaws. So you know what that tells me? is that eventually that has to come to an end. So tonight would be a perfect night for that 3-0 and streak to uh, come to a close as uh, he gets the start. For the uh, Renegades, they sit at 15-18 and on the season. They'll start in left field. Batting first will be Drew Mice. Then playing shortstop, batting second will be Joseph Kuhls. Batting third, center fielder Brady Voss. Batting fourth, first baseman Carter Mice. Batting fifth will be second baseman Ben Burton. Catching tonight, batting sixth will be Hamilton Anderson. Batting seventh, third baseman Seth DeNoyer. Batting eighth will be right fielder Caden Deal. And designated hitter batting ninth will be Dawson Schumann. And on the mound will be Jacob Davis to get the start this evening. So, like I said, the players know what they need to do. And uh, had a good opportunity to talk to them a little bit uh, before the game. So, I guess it's safe to say, since I was giving out the plaques, if they win, it's because I gave them a great uh, motivational speech. <laughs> At least I can I can tell myself that, right? Yes, absolutely. So we are having the coaches and the home plate umpire and the second base umpire. They are meeting out at home plate, having their discussions, as both these two teams very familiar with each other. As uh, this will be meeting number seven of eight. That's the good thing and the bad thing about having a small league with only eight teams that uh, you get to see the same teams pretty regular. However, that means if there's a team that just has your number every time, well, you get to face them quite often. But uh, really, that's, I think I'm positive that the Renegades have a good opportunity this evening. Grayson, uh, with all the baseball we've watched this season, what do you think your keys to the game are for them? Um, usually when we play the Outlaws, they, they, like, they have our number with base stealing. I'm hoping... The Renegades have some kind of plan to, like, watch their base stealing with their aggressive base running. And if they can get that sealed down, then there's going to be less runs scored, and hopefully Renegades can get their offense going. Excuse me one second. They scored 13 runs last night in the win against the Legends. Even though it was a non-league game, it still brings momentum here. So if they're able to put those runs across and able to keep base runners afloat, I think I think it's a great chance for them to win tonight. I think you're absolutely right on that. I would agree 100% in that uh, really – to uh, to make it to make it super easy to understand in the lamest the the most lame terms that we can, they got a base runner on first base. They ended up at third real quick, like because they were very quick within. I would say what the first three to five pitches after they got on first base to try to steal second base, and then uh, found a way whether it be a wild pitch, an error, or uh, another batter having a hit, they get over onto third base, and they're just always on third base and scoring position, ready to have a chance to come across and score a run and. And they, they don't play flawless baseball by any means, but they just find a way to score runs and get them across the plate. Um, I know in the the home the, the uh, road series we had with them there uh, a couple weeks ago where we played them several times over a short period of time there, 
they they had an infield in. Let me try that again. They had an inside the park home run. They were scoring uh, pretty much regular. However, they needed to. That was one of the things that we hadn't seen in a long time to have an inside the park home run. Um, they also uh, they they really just moved around at will. But we answered them back by scoring runs ourselves in some unconventional ways and having some home runs. Carter Mize went deep. Andrew Patton also had a home run there as well. So. We know how to do it. It's just a matter of the execution and making making that happen for them. And so this is very much, you know, we had to have a little help from Sedalia from the Bombers as they were locked up in a four-game series with them the last several days. So Sedalia ended up winning a few of those, helped us out a little bit, but just couldn't win all of them like we really would have liked to seen the Bombers do. But, you know, sometimes that's good and bad to have your own destiny in your own hands, but... You know, I think this is a good opportunity. Again, the players know exactly what they need to do, and that gives them that target to shoot for. So starting lineups being introduced here at the ballpark. As we said, Renegades win both games. We'll have a home playoff game on Monday. If they fail to win both of them, we will be on the road in Joplin on Monday. Then the winner will turn around and face the Sedalia Bombers on Tuesday. That will be at Sedalia. So... And the winner of that game will be crowned the South Division champion and will face whoever will be crowned the North Division champion in the three-game best-of-three series for the 2021 Meek League Championship. As hard to believe the season winding down. We've been doing this coming up on wrapping up almost seven weeks. Doesn't seem like it's been that long like we just started, but it's been quite a while ago. Yeah, you're right. It feels like just yesterday I was announcing one of my first games, and here we are. We're almost there to the playoffs, and it's been a long and it's been a fun season. I'm kind of sad to see it go soon. Well, tonight also biker night here at the ballpark, so one of the uh, Baca bikers will be throwing out the first pitch, and we'll have the national anthem, have cleaning of the home plate with the biggest toothbrush in the Midwest, as it is a good six feet tall. A nice-looking pitch there to get our ceremonial first pitch underway. So we're going to take a break here and be back as well as playing the National Anthem. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. 
Biblical Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Riverwalk Christian Academy offers kindergarten through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kindergarten offerings include three and five full day sessions, with kindergarten offering half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverwalk Christian Academy, call them at 573 634 3983. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Yeah, the cleaning of the plate has been completed, so we are just about ready for baseball. As again, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazzle here with you. Glad you're tuning in tonight. Joined by Grayson Smith, as I have been joined most of the season. And Grayson, you've done a great job this year, and hopefully you've had some fun as well. So Jacob Davis will be on the mound for the Renegades. He is a freshman at Missouri Southern. He's from Cairo, Missouri, left-handed pitcher, 6'6", 235-pounder. He's pitched in seven games. All seven of those were starts. He's got a 2-3 and three record with a 2.25 ERA. He has 36 innings of work, which is a lot of business that he has handled. 32 strikeouts, 13 walks, and only given up 26 hits. And he has pitched against the Outlaws. That back on July 2nd, as that was a 6-2 win. That was at Joplin, so this is a pitcher that uh, really has just worked very hard and very well this season. As I said, 36 innings worked for the Renegades. Yeah, Mike D'Amelio putting out one of his best so far in, in a big game for the Renegades as they're against the Outlaws, and hopefully he can keep up his dominance as he has been so far. Home playoff, we said, game on the line as leading off will be third baseman Brett Weimers. Weimers hitting a 289 this season. He has 33 hits as well as 15 RBIs, so he will dig in. First pitch is a bouncing ball. It's going to be hit two kill holes. He'll glove it. Shortstop throw to first base in timeout number one. Only need 26 more of those to go. Pretty easy way to get the game started. Just a quick ground ball. And gets... Pitcher rolling soon. So that goes as a 6-3 put out for out number one. Now right fielder Caleb Fierstake will step in. He's hitting a 392. He has 29 hits over 74 at bats. He has only played in 20 games for the Outlaws. First pitch to him called strike one. As it works out for the Renegades, they get in an opportunity to have some of their aces. Not that all their pitchers, I don't mean that all of them are not aces, but have an opportunity to get... Some of those good quality starts from them here when they've got to win both of these games to secure the home playoff game. That pitch was outside. He evens the count one ball, one strike. Next offering, that one just a bit upstairs. That makes it two balls and one strike. Working quickly on the mound is Davis. 2-1 offering. That's a well-hit ball, and that's going to be into the gap. And 
right center field and on to second base. Diving in is Fierstake, and he'll be safe with a one-out double. He's got the first hit of the ball game for the Outlaws. Now stepping in will be shortstop Logan Klein. As Klein hitting a 3-0-1, he's got 34 hits and 113 at-bats. He's played in 33 games. Well, he has only missed four games for the Outlaws this season. Does have 29 strikeouts, 21 walks, has 26 RBIs. So runner on second base. Davis will check the runner twice. Third time he'll look in. Long look in this time. Now the first offering, that one inside and downstairs, ball one. As Hamilton Anderson comes out looking to throw to second base if needed. And Renegades sit at 15-8 and eight on the season. Outlaws sit at 17-20. and 20. Really, right now, records don't matter. What matters is this two-game homestead here for the Renegades. Closes out their regular season. That 1-0 pitch, that one misses up high. That'll make it two balls and no strikes. That pitch just barely missing. I think that could have honestly been a strike, too. So Davis will look back in. He'll check the runner. His 2-0 offering, that one downstairs. That makes it 3-0. Fierce stake standing on second base, having a one-out double. We play here in the top of the first inning. Three balls, no strikes to count. That one from Davis. That one called strike one. That looked eerily similar to that. Was it the second pitch that was called a ball? But I don't have the right color shirt on, for my opinion to matter on that. (laughs) Next offering, that one on the inside part of the plate. Four strike, number two. So Davis battling back after... Having a 3-0 count, it's now full. Three balls and two strikes. Getting one out, one runner on. That's first take on second base. He'll take a healthy lead there. Davis will check, and they'll have time called. Surprise runner on second base hasn't ran yet. But seems to be he's thinking about it. He's kind of dancing out there between the second and third base line. So Davis will look back in again. Burton will step over, try to hold him on a little bit, and Davis will step off, and they've got him picked off. That'll be out number two. That erases the runner that was on second with a double. Davis steps off, and he is picked off. He was thinking about going to third. He he got the jump, and he started running, and then all of a sudden he changed his mind, and Davis just turned right around and just picked him right off. It's pretty bad base running right there. So payoff pitch, that one swung on and missed, and that retires the side, is out number three. So after giving up the first hit, Davis picks off the runner and strikes out the batter. So that ends the inning. There are no runs, one hit, no errors, and nobody left on base. We'll go to the top of the first inning, still tied at 0-0. to zero. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 Six three four four nine zero nine, or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com. To get the best smile in town, you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinigan, and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in Mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Renegades get out of the slut jam they had. See three batters. Retired three batters. As on the mound for the Outlaws getting the start will be Masayuki Maruhashi. He is from Japan. I think I said Tokyo earlier. I apologize, but he's from Japan. He's a right-handed thrower, a sophomore at Highland Community College. He's has six games worked, only started one, has a record of 1-0, and a 3.00 ERA with one save, 12 innings worked, 12 strikeouts, 12 walks, giving up three hits. As left fielder Drew Mize will lead off the game. Mize from O'Fallon, Missouri, six foot hundred and eighty-five pounder, right hander across the board. He's a sophomore at SIU Edwardsville. First offering to him, that one downstairs, ball one. Twelve innings of work for Maruhashi and only three hits. That's pretty good in my book. I agree. 1-0 offering on its way. That one upstairs, a bit outside, ball two. The only concerning thing for him would be. 12 innings pitch, but he has 12 walks as well. He has given up the free base pretty regular. 2-0 offering. That one's going to be fouled back. The Mize will be still ahead in the count. Two balls, one strike as he's the leadoff batter in the on-deck circle. will be shortstop Joseph Kuholz and center fielder Brady Voss will be due up after that. As Mize hitting at 292, that one Sliced off the catcher, so that will be strike number two. Mize hitting a 282, rather. Instead of a 292, he's hitting 282 coming into the game with 11 hits, 39 at bats. He's only played in 11 games, does have one home run, four RBIs, seven walks, one hit by pitch, 10 strikeouts. That's four stolen bases. So he will step back in, count even at two balls, two strikes. Arahashi gets the sign he's looking for. Right-handed delivery's on the way. That one downstairs, so we'll go full at three balls and two strikes. Trying to get him to chase one away from him, but not too far out of the zone. So the payoff pitch on the way. Might as well foul that one out of play, so we'll do it again. Good crowd has made their way out here to historic Ernie Vivian Field in Jefferson City. Just waiting on that sun to go down. 3-2 offering. 
Again on its way, that one upstairs. So leadoff walk to Mize. We rewind, what, about three minutes ago? What were you saying? I was just about to say that. Just how he's been walking a lot, and we show the leadoff walk here. That's okay. We'll take it. Stepping in will be shortstop Joseph Keelholz. Keelholz from Bobbitt's Mill, Missouri. 5'11", 195-pounder, left-handed batter, right-handed thrower, freshman in Northwest Missouri State. He comes in hitting a three thirty-three, leading the team right now with 31 hits, 22 ribbies. That's tied for a team lead. He's going to hit that one into right field, and right fielder's going to track it down. So that is out number one. He hit that first pitch real hard. But pretty unlucky that was it went right towards the right fielder. He only had to move a couple steps. So now center fielder Brady Voss will step in. Voss from Lake St. Louis, Missouri, six foot, 175-pounder, right-hander across the board, a sophomore at Missouri S&T. Voss coming in hitting an even 200. He's got 15 hits in 75 at-bats, played in 20 games, has 13 walks, and a meek league leading 13 hit by pitch. That's why we call him Mr. H. BP. So first one in there for called strike one. As Mize on first base, one out here in the bottom of the first inning. In the on-deck circle, that's first baseman Carter Mize. Marahashi will look over and check on first base. Now one offering. That one on the bottom part of the strike zone called strike two. We haven't seen Voss hit by a pitch in a while. Voss will be down in the count. Now throw over to first base. Mize back safely. Kind of a half-hearted tag applied by Toller over there because Mize was back safely. Marahashi again looks in. 0-2 offering that one in the dirt. Mize is going to go to second base. He's in there safely. His throw was high. He would have beat it anyways. Mize giving the outlaws a taste of their own medicine. Stealing a pitch and only on a 1-2 count. I was just thinking that as uh, the Outlaws set a franchise record for stolen bases. It was double digits. It was either 10, 11, or 12. I can't remember exactly several weeks ago. That one's going to be fouled out of place, so we'll do it again. They set that as they were playing at home. We were on the road there, and they set that. So, as you said, kind of getting a taste of their own medicine. At a Joe Becker Stadium in Joplin. 1-2 offering on the way. That one's going to be in on the hands, and Voss will pop it up. And center fielder is going to come in, still coming in. He'll make the grab for out number two. So now stepping in will be first baseman Carter Mize. As Mize from St. Louis, Missouri, 6'2", 200-pounder, a left-hander across the board junior at Missouri Baptist. Mize hitting a 3-0-1, entering the game today. He has 37 hits. That's a team tying total. He's played in 35 games. That's 123 at-bats. He has 19 RBIs, five home runs. That is tied for a team lead. 17 walks, two hit by pitch, 28 strikeouts is his line. So two outs, runner on second base. Maruhashi will check twice on the runner. That one outside, ball one. That is brother Drew Mize on second base to Carter Mize, who is at bat. So one ball, no strike to count, and the on-deck circle will be second baseman Ben Burton. Again, two outs here. Bottom of the first inning, Marahashi checks twice on the runner on second. That one upstairs outside, ball two. 
Mize was already walked. That's Drew as he was walked from the leadoff batter position. Then he stole second base, last at bat. 2-0 offering. That one's going to be a well-hit ball to center field. Left fielder going. It's over his head, and that'll give the Renegades a one to nothing lead as Mize will be in at second base with an RBI double. Great piece of hitting there by Carter Mize. He just takes an outside fastball, and he just hits it straight in the left field, right off the wall, right by the white banner ad that's out there. He just one hops off the wall. That's exactly what they have to do. If you look at the games they've won against Joplin, it's because they've scored runs early and then never let off the gas and continue to add a few more. So the Renegades have the one to nothing lead here in the bottom of the first inning. Ben Burton will step in now as Burton in his line in just a minute. Burton from Wellsville, Missouri, 5'10", 175-pounder. A pitch on the outside corner for strike one. Right-handed batter, right-handed thrower is Burton. He's a freshman at Lindenwood. So he steps in here. He's hitting a 268 this season, 19 hits. That one misses outside, evens the count at one ball and one strike. Burton having 11 RBIs, 13 walks, two hit by pitch. Be a good time to add to his RBI total for the season. 1-1 offering. That one's going to be hit off the end of the bat. It's going to pop behind first base as the first baseman is able to glove it. They are going to call time because, nope, they're going to say foul ball, so we'll reset as he caught it and dropped it. That's kind of one of those, uh, how, how much does it take to have possession? He had it in his glove, but very quickly it ended up on the ground. I couldn't tell if he was hurt or trying to pick it up off the ground, so these umpires are having a lengthy discussion here. Now they're going to say he was out, so Joplin head coach wanting an explanation, so I, I wonder if that's not what they're discussing is how long does it take to have possession because... He did not have that very long. Well, one run was scored, though, so good inning for the Renegades as they lead one to nothing. We'll go to the top of the second inning as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh -huh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Uh -huh. I know a guy. You know an agent too. It's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573 761 3405. We'll go to the top of the second inning as the Renegades have an early one to nothing lead. 
They'll send hitters four, five, and six will the Outlaws. That'll be left fielder Ethan Ellis stepping in. He's a right-handed batter. First offering to him. This is just upstairs, ball one. As Ellis. Find him on the list here. He's hitting a 295 this season. That one called strike one. So Davis even the count, add one ball and one strike. And Renegades lead one to nothing here in the top of the second inning. That pitch upstairs. That takes it two balls and one strike. Ellis will step out. Now he'll step back in. 2-1 offering. That one called strike two. Ellis thought about pulling the trigger but decided to hold off on it. He's rewarded with it, called strike two. Davis has a strikeout. He's looking for strikeout number two. 2-2 offering. That's a bouncing ball. Tough play for Kuhls. He'll glove it and mishandles it. It was going to be a tough play anyway, so that will be a leadoff. We'll see if they call it a hit or an E6. First baseman Jared Toller will step in now. I'd assume they would call that a base hit. Toller hitting a 245 this season. He's got 26 hits and 106 at-bats. We'll see how they rule that. It would have been a tough play anyways. First offering to him upstairs. Ball one. They are going to award that as a hit. So Davis will check the runner on first base. 1-0 offering. That one's going to be a well-hit ball into right field. That's going to get down. And that'll send at least the runner to third base. They do a nice job of cutting off the ball. So Ellis will be on third base. And Toller will be on first base with back-to-back singles. So just like that, two batters faced, and again, the Outlaws have a runner on third base in scoring position. Nobody out here as we play top of the second. Second baseman Jeb Jenkins will come to bat. First offering from him, swung on and missed. That pitch completely fooled him. He's entering, hitting a 287 this season with 29 hits. Yeah, he... uh, to say he half-hearted swung around, that would be an understatement. A one offering from Davis will be on its way momentarily. That one a bit upstairs, evens a count, and one ball and one strike. We'll see how many pitches it takes for a runner on first base to dart his way to second base. We'll see if Hamilton Anderson's ready for that or the pitcher or pitcher Davis as well. One-one offering. That one misses upstairs. I'll say ball two. Two balls, one strike. Runners on the corners. Renegades lead one to nothing here in the top of the second inning. 2-1 offering. That one swung on and missed. That was a good-looking pitch right there, just straight down central. Top of the first inning, Clarinda leading Chillicothe at Chillicothe 4-0. That one downstairs in the dirt. 
That takes us full at three balls and two strikes. Trying to work that inside part of the plate and cross him up, but Jenkins did not go for it. As two runners on, nobody out here in the top of the second. Davis takes a breath. Next offering, that one fouled back, so we'll do it again. Just shy of 7.30 here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasly here with you, joined by Grayson Smith. Hopefully you enjoyed tonight's broadcast. We're the exclusive home for Renegades Baseball and the Renegades Radio Network. We're going to coverage all season long as that season, regular season, about to wrap up. Get ready for playoffs. Runner's going to go to second, swung on and missed. And they'll say he is out. So Toller will get a stolen base. And Jenkins will strike out for out number one. Now designated hitter Kalen Protaski will step in as Protaski hitting a 175 this season. He's only got 11 hits, but he's only played in 20 games. That's 63 at-bats. Has 26 strikeouts. So Davis again working around this jam. He's got runners on the corners, one out. First pitch, that one low and outside, ball one. Renegades have the early one to nothing lead here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. That sun so close to going down behind the tree line. I hope it should lower the temperature. It was 91 degrees when the game started, but it feels a lot warmer than that. 1 0 offering. That one swung on and missed. That was in the dirt. Got him fooled there. Great curveball in the dirt. Just swung right over it. Yeah, that thing just dropped very quickly. It. Had a drop on it, and he takes a swing and no connection. So one ball, one strike count. So we play here, and the top of the second, Renegades leading one to nothing. Davis, that pitch inside, that makes it ball two. And two balls, one strike to count, one out. This game important for the playoff standings. Renegades win both today and tomorrow against the Outlaws. They'll play at home. If they fail to do so, they'll play at Joplin. 2-1 offering that one high. So that makes it three balls and one strike. Again, runners on the corners. That's Ellis on third base, Toller on first base. Sorry. Forgot he stole second. How could I forget that? Because that's what the Outlaws do. So he's actually on second base now. So runners both in scoring position. 3-1 offering. That one swung on and missed. That takes us full at three balls, two strikes. And Davis being very deliberate here in what he's doing. He will look back in as Protaski finally steps back in again, right-handed batter. He was taking his time right there. Payoff pitch, swung on and missed in the dirt. First strikeout number three, but out number two. Back-to-back strikeouts for Davis after he let the first two get aboard. So this will be Cam Fafman. He is catching tonight's game. Fafman. Hitting at 138 this season, only has eight hits. He's only played in 19 games, but that's 58 at-bats. So two outs here. Davis looking to get out of the jam 
and retire. This batter, that one just misses low ball one. He's looking to retire after giving up the first two batters. Two singles, he's looking to retire the next three. One ball, no strikes, two outs. There's 1-0 offering on its way, that one in the dirt. Nice job of Hamilton Anderson to keep it in front of him. Again, runners on second and third. That's Ellis at third base, Toller at second base. Ellis had a leadoff single, then advanced to third on a single. By the next batter, that was Toller. Then he stole second base a little while ago. 2-0 offering, that one's going to be hit foul down the third base line. Gets by everybody down there. So it'll be two balls, one strike with two outs here. Decent crowd has made their way here tonight. On this Friday evening, what a better way to spend a Friday evening and come out and watch some Renegades baseball as their season winding down. 2-1 offering from Davis, forthcoming. That one's going to be a bouncing ball as Keelholes will get it, and he's going to have no play, and the run will score as Denoyer was out of position trying to get over and catch that bouncing ball as well, so we're tied up at one apiece. So Fafman will have an RBI single. So now stepping in will be center fielder Ethan Lopez. Lopez hitting a 197 this season. So again, runners on the corners here. That pitch on the outside part of the plate for called strike one. Lopez, left-handed batter, digs back in. Davis will check the runner at first. Runners on the corners here with two outs, tied up at one apiece. A one offering that one in the dirt, and Anderson will keep it in front of him. So Fafman will go down to second base on a wild pitch. Lopez playing center field, batting ninth in the lineup. He'll have one ball, one strike count. Davis will check the runner at second. 1-1 offering. That one swung on and missed for strike two. And he got him crossed up there. So one ball, two strike count. We're tied at one apiece here in the top of the second. Two outs. That one just misses outside. Evens it at two balls and two strikes. That had some movement on it there. Yeah, he's showing great movement on his breaking balls tonight. So runners on second and third base for the outlaws. 2-2 offering. That one upstairs and outside. That takes us full. Three balls and two strikes. So Davis looking for the strikeout. He can get out of the inning. Only giving up one run. Davis's payoff pitch on the way. That one inside, so he walks. The base is loaded. So Lopez will jog on down to first base. We'll go back to the top of the lineup. And Brett Weimers. Weimers hit into a 6-3 out to lead off the game. 
on the first pitch of the game. We'll have a conversation quickly meeting on the mound as Josiah Imhoff will come out and talk to his pitcher in Davis. Trying to get him settled down just a little bit. He's got two outs here. But he faces the top part of the lineup here as we play in the top of the second inning. One run, four hits, no errors for the Outlaws. One run, one hit, one, sorry, one run, one hit, no errors for the Renegades. So bases loaded here as Davis has two outs looking for out number three. The good thing is there's an out at any base now. So they just got to produce a ground ball from Weimers or go for the strikeout. So bases are loaded here. Weimers steps in on the right-hand side of the plate. First offering from Davis. That one down central called strike one. I think he was pretty much planning on taking that first pitch all the way. So no balls, one strike to count with two outs, bases loaded. Oz Davis looks in. He'll check the runner second quickly. Now that pitch, that one called strike two. So Davis, one strike away from leaving the bases loaded and getting out of the inning. Only giving up one run, but it could have been more. No balls, two strikes, two outs. Davis looks in. He gets the sign, his next pitch. That one's going to be a high fly ball. As coming in and going out, that's going to be caught by Burton for out number three. So the Outlaws were able to plate one run, but they leave the bases loaded and certainly could have been more. But Davis does a nice job to get out of the bases loaded jam. So we'll pause and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Live beautifully with Avon. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Liberal Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full day sessions with kindergarten offering half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverwalk Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. We'll go to the top of the second inning. We're tied at one apiece. Renegades plating one run in the bottom of the first. Outlaws plating one run in the top of the second. So it'll be batters six, seven, and eight. That'll be Hamilton Anderson, who's catching tonight. Third baseman Seth Denoyer and right fielder Caden Deal. As Anderson from Columbia, Illinois, 6'3", 200-pounder, left-handed batter, right-hander thrower, freshman at State Fair Community College. So he steps in here. Anderson... Hitting a 314 this season. 
Puts him second on the list. He's got 37 hits, tied for a team lead, 22 RBIs. That's tied for a team lead, four home runs. That puts him second. First pitch down in the dirt, goes back to the backstop. So that makes it ball one. Anderson named Make League Player of the Week a few weeks ago. He also was one of the recipients of our Athlete of the Week. Again, gave those out, been busy, and due to the weather and other things, kind of behind on him. That one low and inside, ball two. So I did give out week two, three, four, and five earlier before the game. So Two balls, no strikes. Marahashi looks in, gets the sign. That one upstairs, outside. That makes it 3-0. and What do you think Hamilton will do here with this pitch? Feeling. Oh, he's going to take. I had a feeling he might. Swing, get the green light, get something going early, but no need for him to swing as it was out of the zone, so he'll be issued a free pass as back-to-back both innings. Marohashi gives up the leadoff runner to first base by way of walk. So third baseman Seth Denoyer will step in. He's from St. Charles, Missouri, six foot, two hundred five pounder, right-hander across the board, a junior in Indiana Kokomo. That's going to be one of the keys tonight for the Renegades while they're against this pitcher who is known for walking, not giving up many hits. If they can just keep laying off good pitches and getting into some right, base load opportunities, they're going to get something going soon. Right, I think that's twofold to start with that and then to finish it to be twofold is they've got to take advantage of those opportunities and find a way to score those walks, turn them into runs on the board, which they were able to do in the first inning. Denoyer steps in hitting a 219. He has 16 hits. Well, it's 13 RBIs. He has been hitting well this last week. First pitch to him on the outside part of the plate. Strike one. He went three for three last night with two doubles and a single. And he also had a walk. He had a very good game last night. Yeah, had just about the same the night before. A one offering. He's going to slice that one foul. So he'll be down to the count at no balls and two strikes. Marahashi has his second inning of work here on the mound. We're tied at one apiece. We play here in the bottom of the second inning. It is a very humid night here at the ballpark. So no balls, two strikes to count. Marahashi gets the sign throw over to first base. Anderson back safely. Close play. Hamilton Anderson on first by way of walk. Doesn't take a huge lead. 0-2 pitch for Marahashi again, another throw over. Back safely is Anderson. He's not exactly a threat to steal second base. So 0-2 offering on its way, that one in the dirt. Catcher in Fafman keeps it in front of him. So one ball, two strikes the count in the on-deck circle will be right fielder Caden Deal. He also was awarded one of our Show Me Sports Network's Athletes of the Week. That was clear back from week two of the season. Hamilton Anderson had week three. Again, got kind of behind on those with everything going on this season. It's been a busy, busy last seven, almost seven weeks. So Denoyer will dig back in. Again, right-handed batter. 
One ball, two strikes to count. Maruhashi looks in. Right-hander's pitch is on its way. That one in the dirt. Again, nice job of Fafman to keep it in front of him. Didn't get far enough away for Hamilton Anderson to think about advancing to second base. I love seeing Denoyer's two-strike stance right here. He goes completely different as he stands up tall and wide until he goes down and crouches down wide and it's completely crouched down. And he's going to foul that one out of play. I don't even know where that went. Other than to our left. That's about all I know. Yeah, we see several of the players have a different approach when they get two strikes against them. Tommy Reether's one of them as well. He really chokes up on the bat and opens his stance up quite a bit. So Denoyer even at two balls, two strikes. No out, runner on first. He's going to slice it. It's going to go into right field, and it's going to be caught, though. Didn't quite go as far as I thought it would as it was caught by Jenkins at second base. I thought that was headed a whole lot further than it went. Now Caden Deal, the right fielder, he'll step in. He is from O'Fallon, Missouri, 5'10", 170-pounder. Left-handed batter, right-handed thrower, freshman at Northwest Missouri State. So he will dig in as he steps in. Hitting a 259 this season with 30 hits. 14 RBIs. He'll take that one for ball one. It'll be one ball, no strike count. Again, Hamilton Anderson on first base. He was given a leadoff walk. Marahashi looks back in. That one's going to be ripped into left field. Left fielder going back on it. He's going to make the grab for out number two. So now it'll be designated hitter Dawson Schumann. As Schumann from right here in Jefferson City, six foot, 215 pounder. Right-handed batter, right-handed thrower, freshman at Westminster. Schumann hitting it even 200. He comes in with four RBIs. To his credit, has three walks. First pitch to him, called strike one. So he'll be down in the count at no balls and one strike. Two outs here, runner on first base, tied at one apiece. Marahashi looks in, gets the sign. Next pitch, that one's going to be hit a mile in the air. First baseman coming over, making the grab. That is Toller for out number three. Well, they were unable to do what we said they needed to do and take advantage of those free bases that Marahashi was given out. So in the inning, there were no runs, no hits, no errors, and one left on base will go to the top, to the, uh, top of the third inning as we're tied at one apiece. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, 
reporting and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. We'll go to the top of the third inning as we're tied at one apiece. Davis still on the mound for the Renegades as it'll be hitters two, three, and four will come to plate for the Outlaws. That'll be right fielder Caleb Fierstake, shortstop Logan Klein, and left fielder Ethan Ellis. Fierstake had a double. Then was picked off a second base. He will lead off top of the fourth. Sorry, top of the third inning. First pitch hits him on the shoulder blade, so he will have first base with a hit by pitch. He will jog down to first base. Now it'll be shortstop Logan Klein. He struck out in his first at bat, so he's 0 for 1. Chillicothe trailing as they host the Clarinda A's. A's lead 5-1. to one. That's bottom of the second inning at Schaefer Park. Only other Mink League game, St. Joseph Mustangs on the road to Des Moines Peak Prospects. That pitch upstairs, ball one. Should say only other game beside ours, ours here, which is tied at one apiece. So we play top of the third inning. Klein will dig back in on the right-hand side of the plate. One ball, no strike count. Next offering from Davis. He'll check the runner, throw over to first. No tag applied by Mize. Back safely was Fierstake. And Davis, the southpaw, will look in, get the sign. He'll stare over at first base. Now back home, now back to first. Now back home, back to first. That pitch on its way, a well-hit ball to center field. Voss is going back on it at the warning track. He'll make the grab, and... They're going to throw over to first base. The throw looks pretty close, and it's just oh. offline. Almost wow. a bullet delivered by Voss. Still gets a good hand from the crowd as he just about had Fierstake off of first base. Ethan Klein will step in. He had a single last inning in his only at bat, so he's one for one and did end up coming in and scoring the only run. So far for the Outlaws. Again, fierce stake on first base. One out. Ellis in the right-handed batter's box. First offering from Davis. That one upstairs a bit outside. Ball one. Hamilton Anderson comes up looking ready to throw down to first base, but did not. One ball, no strike count. Again, one out here in the top of the third inning. Davis again checks on the runner at first base. Now the throw over, and no tag applied, as Fierstake back safely. Fierstake has 14 stolen bases this season. So he is a threat to take second base. 
So one ball, no strike count. Next offering, that one upstairs, throw down to second base. Is going to be there, but could not get the tag. So Hamilton Anderson just about had Fierstake picked off a second base. Fierstake did lose his helmet in the process. That was a close, close play. So now he will have another steal. Forgot how many I said he had. He had 14. So that makes number 15. So Davis checks the runner at second, 2-0 pitch. That one's going to be fouled out of play. So that'll make it two balls and one strike. One out here, runner on second base. We're still tied at one apiece here as we play in the top of the third inning. And Davis looks in. He'll check the runner on second, a second look in. 2-1 offering. That one upstairs and a bit inside. So that makes it three balls, one strike. And as we said, this game important. As the Renegades have to win two, they have to close out their final homestead with two wins over the Outlaws in order to play a home playoff game. That one inside, and they are going to say it did graze Ellis on the way by. Well, they might have gave him a walk, actually. I think that was ball four. Yeah, it was. It was close to him, though. So now it'll be runners on first and second. First baseman Jared Toller will step in. He had a single in his last at bat, had a stolen base to second, and got stranded at third base. So two on, one out. First offering to him. That's going to be a little number. That's going to drop into center field as Overkill holds his head. And we're going to have bases loaded again with one out. So everybody will move around the base path. But now it'll be second baseman Jeb Jenkins. So once again, it's like we said, the Outlaws have a way to get on the base path. Seems like I said it in pregame, they always have a runner in scoring position some way, somehow. Some way, somehow. Jenkins was a strikeout victim his last time up. First pitch upstairs, ball one. Well, base is loaded. One run, five hits. No errors. For the Outlaws, one run, one hit, no errors. For the Renegades, that one upstairs, ball two. Hamilton Anderson is going to jog out and have a conversation with his pitcher. We said, it's a beautiful evening here at the ballpark. Still... A warm evening, though. It's 86 degrees here at the ballpark. Started off at 91 when the game started. So Davis will look in. Two balls, no strike count as Jenkins has the bases loaded. One out here in the top of the third. That pitch will be in there for called strike one. So two balls, one strike to count. And Jenkins digs back in. 
2-1 offering from Davis on the way. That one's going to be a bouncing ball. Keelholes will have it. Flip to second for one. Over to first for the double play, and they get out of the inning with no damage done. Again, Davis works his magic on the mound and gets out of the inning, giving up no runs. Had the bases loaded with just one out. So we'll pause and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com. To get the best smile in town, you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning. We're tied one apiece. Renegades will send the top of the lineup. And hitters one, two, and three. That's left fielder Drew Mize, shortstop Joseph Keelholz, and center fielder Brady Voss. His last inning went a 6 4 3 double play, twin killing to end the inning. That started with Keelholz. So, first offering on its way to Mize. That one downstairs outside. They say he went around on that? They did, and I really don't think he did. I don't know where he was pointing to because the other ump's over there, and he pointed that way. So one count. That one misses in almost the exact same spot. So I'll take it one ball and one strike. One ball, one strike. That one downstairs. That makes it two balls and one strike. Aruhashi, again, still on the mound for the Outlaws. It's 2-1 offering on the way. Mize is going to take a big cut, miss that one. So that'll make it even at two balls and two strikes. Head coach for the Renegades, Mike D'Amelia, in the third base coach's box, 2-2 offering. That one outside will go full. And three balls and two strikes. We got to see something last night in the game that we haven't seen all season. And uh, Mike D'Amelia stepped up to having it bat. So payoff pitch on its way, swing and a miss. And that'll be out number one. Now yeah. stepping in shortstop Joseph Keelholz. He flew out to right field his first time up. Yeah, I think everyone here at the ballpark was pretty surprised to see Mike D'Amelia grab a bat and suit up. Uh, didn't last very long. See, I think... First or second pitch, he grounded right back to the pitcher, but it was still pretty fun to watch. Yeah, the uh, 
Renegades taking on the Jeff City Legends last night. Third time, second time they played them in three days, but third time this season. Keelholes will take the first one for called strike one. I had a fun time at the ballpark. It's part of Fan Appreciation Homestead. Also, Josiah Imhoff also pitched and batted around. He played for the Legends squad. 0-1 offering, that one down in the dirt inside. He even said a one ball, one strike. And Amelia, he said, first or second pitch swinging, hit it back to the pitcher who threw over to first base. But it was a fun time. Mirahashi will shake off the first sign, likes the second. 1-1 offering, that one fouled straight back. So we'll go one ball, two strikes to count. Into the on-deck circle, center fielder Brady Voss. If he could get on or keel holes, that would send first baseman Carter Mize to bat. Keel holes hit an absolute laser in his first at bat on the first pitch. We'll see. He was pretty on that last foul ball. Let's see if he can do something with one, two strikes. Well, he's going to swing at that one. That was low. Strikeout number two of the inning. He will not. That will make two down as we play here in the bottom of the third inning. Again, tied at one apiece. Center fielder Brady Voss will step in. He flew out to the center fielder in his first at bat. He's only a bat so far tonight. As we're straight up 8 o'clock here on the Show Me Sports Network, Blake Gazzle here with you, joined by Grayson Smith. First one, swing and a miss for strike one. No balls, one strike to count. Maruhashi's next offering on its way. That one in the dirt passes the catcher, so we'll go even at one ball, one strike. And we're tied at one apiece. Two outs here. Bottom of the third inning we play. That one's going to be found back, so Voss will have to protect the plate now. So he's down to the count, one ball, two strikes. Voss digs back in, right-handed batter. That one's going to be swung on in the dirt. They're going to say he fouled it off, though. So he is still alive. Again, one ball, two strike count with two outs here. In the bottom of the third inning. Voss digs back in. 1-1 tie so far here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field. Arahashi's next offering. That one's going to be sliced. Foul. Not sure what everybody was hooping and hollering about. Yeah, not sure either. I don't know where that went. So, again, we're still at one ball, two strikes to count. The next offering on its way. That one bounces across home plate. Arahashi, we've seen him said a couple times. He always has a problem with that hat. (laughs) He knocks it off of himself at least a half a dozen times throughout the game. So two balls, two strikes, two outs. Next pitch to Voss. Again, that one in the dirt. The mechanics are not working real well. Is that hit off the 
catcher. That is Fafman. Arahashi, though, has checked both of those balls into the dirt in front of home plate. Home plate umpire is going to give him all the time he can. This will be pitch number eight of the at-bat. We were at a one-two count. Now we're full at three balls and two strikes. Marahashi will look in. Voss will dig in. Payoff pitch on its way. That one in the dirt outside. So Voss has issued a free pass. He'll jog on down to first base, and now stepping in first baseman Carter Mice. He had an RBI double in his first at-bat. That's how the Renegades took an early 1-0 lead. So we could see Voss moved around the base path here if Mice can get a hold of one. Better yet, we see him hit a nuke out of the park and give the Renegades the lead back. He has a team tying five home runs. Him and Patton, that first pitch, that one in the dirt. As Voss will go to second base. Now a single can score Voss from second base. Like I said, that's something that's important. And my keys to the game for the Renegades is, you talked about it, Arahashi gives up walks. The Renegades have to take advantage of those and produce those walks into runs on the board. So far, they are one for two on putting runs up via a walk. So 1-0 offering to Mize on its way. That one misses upstairs. That makes it 2-0. Ben Burton will be in the on-deck circle for the Renegades. We're tied 1-1 here in the bottom of the third inning. Two outs. Runner on second base. That's Voss. Mize at bat. 2-0 offering. That one called strike one. So Mize will dig back in. That's two balls, one strike count. Urahashi's next offering. That one bit upstairs and outside. Ball three. Mize. Head in the count, three balls, one strike. He'll step back in the left-handed batter's box. Voss on second base. That pitch downstairs, so back-to-back walks given up by Maruhashi. So now it'll be second baseman Ben Burton. He flew out to the first baseman in his only at-bat. So he has two on with two outs here. Still tied at one apiece. Hamilton Anderson in the on-deck circle. Mirahashi checks the runner at second. First pitch to Burton. That one outside. Ball one. Fourth walk issued of the game by Mirahashi. That brings the season total to 16. 1-0 offering. That one outside. Ball two. Boy, wouldn't it be something if he were to walk Burton here and load the bases up for Hamilton Anderson? That's some trouble if you've ever seen it. So two balls, no strikes. That one way outside. That makes it 
Three balls and no strikes. Maruhashi struck out the first two batters and has since walked the next two. So Burton digs back in. 3-0 offering for Maruhashi on the way. That one called strike one. You almost expected that to happen. Yeah, he's bound to throw a strike again sometime. offering. That one's going to be fouled back. So we'll go full. Three balls and two strikes. Denoyer will come out and retrieve that ball that was hit into the net. So Burton will dig back in from the right-handed batter's box. He has Voss on second, Mize on first. Payoff pitch on the way. That one will be fouled off, so we'll do it again. Runners going on these pitches. Two outs. We're tied one to one. Burton staying alive. Like you said, runners were going with the pitch. Got to see that carousel most likely in motion here as well. Payoff pitch. That one on the inside. Let me try that again. Misses the inside part of the plate, so walk number five issued. Had so many walks here, had to lost track, had to think about it. So now it'll be Hamilton Anderson. He took a walk his last at bat. So two strikeouts to lead off the game, followed by, sorry, the inning, followed by three walks. Hamilton Anderson has four home runs this season. Be a good time to see number five. That would time for a team lead with Patton and Mize. First pitch to him. Upstairs outside. Ball one. Base hit wouldn't hurt either. Base hit would probably score two runs. Give the Renegades a two-run lead. I agree. I would settle for a ball in play somewhere, particularly in the corners, or the long ball over the fence somewhere in the outfield. And Hamilton Anderson stepping in. He's hitting second on the team with a 314. Has 37 hits. He's one behind Mize at 38. He does have six doubles, four home runs. That's puts him second on the team with home runs. 22 RBIs. That's tied for a team lead. 20 walks he has been issued. That pitch upstairs. Makes it two balls, no strikes. We'll see if Marahashi will force a run on a via walk. That'd be a terrible thing if he were to do so. Two balls, no strikes to count. That pitch upstairs outside, ball three. Well, in the last three batters, it has went ball, ball, strike, ball, walk. Ball, 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 strike, 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 walk. That one down central for strike one. This at bat, it's been ball, 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 strike. So Hamilton Anderson digs back in, 3-1 offering. He's going to hit a high fly ball. Left fielder is going to come over, track it down. He'll make the grab, and that will retire the inning. So the bases were left loaded. Renegades unable to score any runs, 
So we're still tied at one apiece. We'll go to the top of the fourth inning as we're tied one-to-one. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Flanagan, and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society. Jefferson City Chapter 10. Doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! We go to the top of the fourth inning as we're still tied at one to one. It'll be hitters seven, eight, and nine coming to the plate. That'll be designated hitter Kaylin Protaski, catcher Cam Fafman, and center fielder Ethan Lopez to uh, be guaranteed to bat here in the top of the fourth inning. Well, last inning, Renegades were un- were unable to do what we were hoping they would do. They took advantage and got some walks. They had three straight walks, but they did not score any runs on those. That's a big blow, and hopefully that's not a key play to the game. So Protaski will step in. He is 0 for 1 with a strikeout. So Davis... Still on the mound, his first offering, bit outside, ball one. So it'll be one ball, no strikes to count. Get it'll be Mize, that's Drew Mize in left field, center field is Voss. Deal in right field. That one's going to be sliced foul over the first base dugout. So I'll leave the count at one ball and one strike. Denoyer's on third base, Keelholds on in the shortstop position. Ben Burton at second base. Mize, that's Carter Mize on first base. Hamilton Anderson behind home plate. And on the mound, Jacob Davis. 1-1 offering from Davis on the way. That one called strike two. Boy, that thing, what, had about a foot and a half drop on it? Yeah, he's shown some great drop on these breaking balls. I mean, he's he's impressed me a lot with these curveballs that he's been throwing, and he's been impressed me with the fastball. 1-2 offering. That one swung on and missed. And Protaski is retired for out number one. That'll be catcher Cam Fafman. As Fafman had an RBI single in his first at bat, reached second base on a wild, got stranded there. And taking a look at the Mink League scoreboard, the Des Moines. Peak prospects hosting the St. Joseph Mustangs in doubleheader action. Don't have a score on that game. The first pitch, that was inside, ball one. And the Clarinda A's now lead 
9-1 to at Chillicothe. They're playing the Mudcats. That is just the top of the fourth inning at Schaefer Park, so that one might be headed to be done early. Here in the top of the fourth inning, it's tied 1-1. One to one. one ball, no strike count. Davis's next offering on the way. It swung on and missed. That evens it at one ball and two strikes. Davis missed the glove on that throwback from Anderson. So one ball, one strike count. One out in the top of the fourth. That one's going to be a well-hit ball sliced into right field. Deal coming over. He'll make the grab for out number two. Davis looking for his second 1-2-3 inning. Had a 1-2-3 inning in the first inning. That was unconventional. The had out number one with a 6-3 put out. Gave up a double to the second batter, but then picked him off on second base and then a strikeout for the third batter of the game. Center fielder Ethan Lopez will step in. He walked his last time at bat. He's going to hit a hard hit ball. Center fielder in Voss going back on it. He'll make the over-the-shoulder grab for out number three. And three up and three down. So we'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning as the Renegades trying to get the lead back as they had an early one to nothing lead. The Outlaws tied it up, though, in the next frame, and we're still tied at one to one. We'll pause here listening to exclusive coverage. Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh-huh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, oh, we it. love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Uh-huh. I know a guy. You know an agent too. It's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Live beautifully with Avon. Well, already going to the bullpen are the outlaws as we play in the bottom of the fourth inning so Marahashi's night will be done as this will be Caden Bressler he is from Sterling, Kansas goes to uh, Barton County Community College he has pitched in three games has an 0-1 record he has a 0.00 ERA he's pitched three and a third innings has two strikeouts, four walks and given up four hits Looks like he's only been pitching for the last five days, though. He pitched on the 18th against the Bombers. He pitched on the 19th against the Mudcats. And on the 21st against the Bombers. So leading off will be seven, eight, nine hitters. It'll be third baseman Seth DeNoyer, right fielder Caden Deal. 
And designated hitter in Dawson Schumann will be the three that will be up for the Renegades. Denoyer popped out to the second baseman in his first at bat, only a bat he's had. So we play here in the bottom of the fourth inning, tied at one apiece. Blake Gasaway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith here on the Show Me Sports Network. Inclusive home for Renegades Baseball. First offering. That one's going to be a chopper. Hit to the shortstop. He'll glove. Throw over to first base in time. Took a couple of bounces, but got the first out. Denoyer put on the boosters there to try to reach first base. Right fielder Caden Deal will step in. He flew out to left field. Denoyer a... Power player, but definitely kicked it into extra overdrive there. First offering to deal. He's going to slice that. And it goes into the dugout. Towards the dugout. I guess it bounced out, but goes in on the Renegades. He'll be down the count 0-1. Next offering. He's going to slice that one. That one a little further, but it's out of play down the third baseline. He's just behind these pitches here from Bressler. So Bressler will shake off the sign. Now he'll get the one he wants. 0-2 offering on its way. That one's going to be driven into right field, so it'll be a one-out single as Deal will be on first base. Boy, he just reached out and poked that into shallow right center field, and he'll be on first base. That'll be Dawson Schumann, the designated hitter. He flew out to first base, his first at bat. So they have one on and one out here. Something I've noticed, too, this season. Remember, way back when the season started, we talked about seeing just a handful of players wearing those oven mitts? Yes, sir. Now we see them pretty much all across the base path. So first pitch down and outside, ball one for Schumann. I don't know what the technical term for him, and I'm... Haven't looked him up. It's a like a sliding guard, a sliding protector for the hands. Lead-off hand, they would reach base with that one upstairs, outside ball two. Yeah, it does help their hand. Just Whenever they slide into base head first, it just makes sure they don't like bend their fingers or um, jam them in a the wrong way if they slide into the base. Throw over to first base, deal back in time. Yeah, it also gives them some protection in case they were to get spiked if they were stepped on on that hand. So it's still going to hurt just as bad, but hopefully not break the skin. 2-0 offering. That one on the outside part of the plate for called strike one. I know we caught that in a game early in the season and had only seen one or two, three players, but now it seems like everybody's wearing them. So 2-1 offering on its way. Schumann will hit a bouncing ball through the third baseman's glove and the shortstop. Both of them hit the dirt, cannot come up with it, and Schumann's going to get a single and move Deal over to scoring position at second base. Boy, the third baseman, that's Weemers and Klein at shortstop. Both ate the dirt there and couldn't come up with the ball. So now it'll be Drew Mize. He's walked and had a strikeout, so he steps in with one out, two on here as we play in the bottom of the fourth inning. Wrestler looks in. He'll check on the runner at second. That's Deal. First offering to Mize. Upstairs at his head. He bails out of the way. Ball one. Renegades need to get a run in here to, uh, in this inning. 
They yeah. stranded the bases loaded last inning with two outs, but with one out here, they have runners on first and second. They've left, get something going. they've left five on the base path so far. Deal will get a little antsy out there at second. Next pitch, that one upstairs and inside. That makes it two balls and no strikes as Bressler down in the count at two balls and no strikes. Five also left on the base path for the Outlaws. We're tied at one apiece here as we play in the bottom of the fourth inning. 2-0 offering on the way. That one caught the outside part of the plate for Colm. Strike one. So two balls, one strike to count. Again, deal on second. Schumann on first. Mize at the plate. That's Drew. 2-1 offering. That's going to be a bouncing ball. It's going to go to the shortstop. He'll throw to first for one. And they'll say out at first. I couldn't tell who was there first, if it was the ball or the runner. But they are going to, home plate umpire says, go ahead and go to the dugout. So that ends the potential rally for the Renegades. So we'll go to the fifth inning. As you're listening to exclusive coverage, Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverwalk Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwalk Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. We'll go to the top of the fifth inning. Renegades one, Joplin Outlaws one. It'll be Jop the lineup, hitters one, two, and three. That'll be third baseman Brett Weemers, right fielder Caleb Fierstake, shortstop Logan Klein as Davis enters his fifth inning of work. First pitch in there called strike one. Davis trying to help out the Renegades pitching squad and go as far in the game as he can. That one is going to be singled into right field. So that'll be a leadoff single. Now it'll be right fielder Caleb Fierstake. He was hit by pitch his last at bat, led off his first at bat with a double, but then was picked off a second base. He'll step in on the left-hand side of the plate. Davis looks over, and Weimer's on first base. First pitch on the way. That one's going to be hit off the end of the bat. Keelholes and Burton both coming in. Keelholes will call off Burton to make the grab for out number one. 
That wasn't pretty, but it yeah, I was say, that could have been scary. So now it'll be shortstop Logan Klein. He was a strikeout victim his first at-bat. Flew out to center field in his second at-bat, so he's 0 for 2. I kind of just hit into that no-man's land right there out behind home plate. Sorry, behind the pitching mound and in front of second base. Line digs in. Runner on first, one out. First pitch to him. Misses a little low. Ball one. So Davis looks in, nods his head, gets the sign. Check on the runner at first. Check on him again. Take a deep breath. Throw over to first. No tag applied. Fear stake back safely. Sorry, that's Weimer's back. Weimer's on first base. One out here as we play in the top of the fifth inning. Still tied at one apiece. Davis, couple looks in at first again. He'll throw over there. Weimer's. Has nine stolen bases this season, so really anybody on this Joplin Outlaws team is a threat to steal a base. 1-0 offering. That one called strike one. And that was a delayed call. Home plate umpire just stood there for what seemed like half a minute. So one ball, one strike to count. One out. One runner on. That's first base occupied. 1-1 one, one offering. That one just misses a little high. Takes it two balls, one strike. So we play here in the top of the fifth inning. One run, six hits, no errors for the Outlaws. One run, three hits, and no errors for the Renegades. 2-1 offering, throw over to first base. Get back safely. Is Weimers. Davis again will look in. Anderson will give him the signs. Shakes off one. Second, now likes the third. 2-1 2-1 offering on its way. That one called strike two. We're here at 8.30 here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field. Blake Gasaway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast. If you haven't done, sure, be sh- if you haven't done so, be sure and like us on Facebook. Just search Show Me Sports Network. 2-2 offering. That one outside. Throw down to first base. Didn't catch Weimer's napping. I was saying, though, be sure and like our Facebook page if you haven't done so yet. We appreciate the support. Let you know all the things we have going on, as well as all the things happening with the Renegades. So Davis toes the rubber. Full count, three balls, two strikes. Payoff pitch on the way. That one upstairs, he walked him. So he will be issued a free pass. As now it'll be Ethan Ellis. He walked his last time up, had a single as well. Scored later on in the inning. Davis looks in. He'll check the runner at second. Second look in there. Long look at home. Now back to second. First offering. That one in there called strike one. That was a pretty pitch. That was. That was a beauty to watch. Weimers will be on second. 
Line on first base. That one's going to be a well-hit ball into left field, and they're going to send the runner home, so we could have a play at the plate. Ball's not going to get there. It's going to be cut off, and so the Outlaws will take a 2-1 to one lead as Weimers comes all the way around and scores. Now first baseman Jared Toller will come in. So Ellis has an RBI single to left field. First baseman Jared Toller will step in. Renegades trail 2-1 to one right now. They're going to have another meeting on the mound as Imhoff will come out, talk to his pitcher. So give us a chance to look around the Mink League. As we said, Des Moines hosting St. Joe. Don't have a score in either one of those games. That's doubleheader action. At Memorial Park ball field in Des Moines. Top of the fifth inning at Schaefer Park in Chillicothe. The Mudcats leading the, sorry, trailing to the Corinda A's 9-1. Our ball game here with the Joplin Outlaws leading, just having scored another run. They lead 2-1. Still meeting on the mound, having their conversation. And as I said, hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast. We'd appreciate the support. If you haven't done so, look us up on Facebook, like our page, just search Show Me Sports Network. Try to post relevant information like projected starters for the game, as well as a graphic that has the totals for the game. Winning pitcher, losing pitcher, and if there was a save. All kinds of other things as well. So Toller will step in from the left-hand side of the plate. Davis's first pitch, it'll be hit a mile in the air. Burton's going to go back on it. Coming in is Deal from right field, and he will make it for out number two. So still runners on first and second. Jeb Jenkins will step in. He into a double play his last time up, also had a strikeout. So Davis trying to wrap up his fifth inning of work. He'll check the runner at second. Check a second time. First offering, that one in the dirt. Hamilton Anderson stabs it out of the air. That was a great scoop by Anderson. So that makes it one ball and no strikes. Jenkins will dig back in. One ball, no strike count. Davis will check the runner again at second. Third look in. 1-0 offering. That one's downstairs in the dirt. They say he went around, though. That's one ball, one strike. Very similar to the call from earlier that went against the Renegades, so. One ball, one strike count. Next offering to Jenkins will be forthcoming. That one in there for called strike two. So one ball, two strikes, two outs here as the Outlaws lead two to one as we play in the top of the fifth inning. Jenkins again digging back in. 
Davis takes a deep breath, looks at first. Now he looks over to second. One, two, offery. That one's going to be a well-hit ball. And making the grab is center fielder in Brady Voss. What a catch. As he comes out of nowhere to steal what would have been a two RBI double from Jenkins. That is an ESPN gem right there. He came out of nowhere, laid out for it, and is rewarded with the ball in his glove. That might be one of the best plays of the season so far. So we're going to go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Renegades trail 2-1. to one. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage. Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Renegades trail. Two to one. As they'll send hitters two, three, and four. That'll be shortstop Joseph Keelholz, center fielder Brady Voss, first baseman Carter Mize. Keelholz is 0 for 2 at a strike count. His last time up also flew out to right field. Wrestler's first offering. He's going to line that, and it's going to go foul. That. We need replay right there. I don't think that was a foul ball. I think that was over the bag. I think that was clearly over the bag. So Keelholz will be down in the count. No balls, one strike. Next offering. He's going to... Hit a slow roller to the pitcher. He'll glove. Underhand to first base. Round number one. Well, it goes a 1-3 put out. Now center fielder Brady Voss. He walked his last time up. Also hit out to center field in his first at bat. He got a nice gym. Last inning, he had a great three-out grab. He came out of nowhere. First pitch to him, called strike one. I agree with what you said, Grayson. That might be the best play we've seen so far this season. That was pretty incredible. I didn't think he had a shot of catching that. That pitch called strike two. Lost down in the count. No balls, two strikes. One out here as we play in the bottom of the fifth inning. That one in the dirt. That makes it one ball and two strikes. One out here. Outlaws lead two to one. And this is an important game for the Renegades if they win. 
They also have to win tomorrow. And they would get to have a home playoff game first in franchise history. If not, we play Joplin. That one's going to be hit into left field as Voss just taps it into the left field. Grass, and he will have a one-out single. I'm real surprised he had enough wood to put that in the left field. And he just kind of just stuck his bat out there. It was like right off the complete end of the bat. Yeah, it didn't, didn't make much of a sound. So now first baseman Carter Mize will step in. He's one for one tonight with a, an RBI double. Also had a walk his last at bat. So he has a chance to tie it or take the lead. Boss on first. He'll show bunt, take it back. They called strike one. We play here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Throw over to first base. Back safely was Voss. That was a snap throw, and that was awful close. So Mize digs back in, down in the count. No balls, one strike. Again, throw over to first base. No tag applied. Voss back safely. Voss will dust himself off again. Another one. So three pitches in a row have gone over to first base in a pickoff attempt. Wrestler looks in. A one offering. Mize will foul that one back. He'll be down in the count 0-2. And Mize, having a one-for-one day with a walk so far, has an RBI. That's the only run that's been plated by the Renegades. They trail by one at two to one, so Mize represents the go-ahead run at home plate. Tying run on first base. Wrestler shakes his head the third time, fourth time. Might have fell asleep out there. Time is called. I think he nodded off there, was waiting for the right sign. So Mize will dig back in. Wrestler checks. Voss at first base. Again, another throw over. We've seen more throws to first base in this at bat than we have to home plate. Only two pitches have gone home. Four have gone over to first base. Meisel found that one down the first baseline. Nice catch by head coach. Yeah, caught it in his hat. Yeah. Didn't drop the baby in the process, so. So still no balls, two strikes. Another throw over to first base. Lost back safely, so is that five now? I think you're correct. So we've had three pitches to home and five over to first base. So no balls, two strikes, one out. Renegades trail two to one here in the bottom of the fifth inning. 0-2 offering that one in the dirt. Now Voss will be able to go to second base as catcher cannot gather the ball to throw down to first. So Voss will be standing on second base on the wild pitch. So he moves into scoring position. He again represents the tying run. Mize represents the go-ahead run. Mize will dig back in with one on and one out. One-two offering from Bressler forthcoming. It's on its way. 
And Mize will hit a ground ball to the second baseman. He'll glove throw to first for the only out. Only play, and that'll move Voss over to third base. So Mize is retired, but he moves the runner over. So now it'll be second baseman Ben Burton. He walked his last at-bat. Had a pop out to the first baseman in his first at-bat. So tied run at third base. That pitch misses outside ball one. So Burton will be ahead in the count. One ball, no strikes. So we play here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Outlaws lead two to one. Next offering from Bressler. That's going to be a well-hit ball. Center fielder is going to come in on it, and he will make the grab for out number three. So runner gets stranded on third base. That's Voss, and it's still a two-to-one ball game in favor of the Outlaws. We'll pause and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 Six three four four nine zero nine, or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com. To get the best smile in town, you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan, and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! New pitcher in the ballgame for the Renegades. As it'll be Tony Newbeck from Hugo, Minnesota, freshman at University of Missouri, 6'2", 210-pounder, left-handed pitcher. He has pitched in two games, has a 0.00 ERA, that's three innings of work. He's faced nine batters and had nine strikeouts. That's pretty incredible. Just about as good as you can do. So they'll lead off with 7, 8, and 9 will be the outlaws as designated hitter, Kalen Protaski will lead off, then Fafman, then Lopez. Protaski is 0 for 2, both strikeouts. So Newbeck again, nine batters face, nine strikeouts. First pitch, that one called strike one, so he's picked up where he left off. So 
So Prochaski will dig back in. Newbeck gets the sign. A one offering. That one swung on and missed for strike two. He is making a case for himself to be the Mink League Pitcher of the Week. I can see why he's striking people out. He has a mighty fastball. He has some dirty pitches. That one downstairs. They are hard to follow from the batter's box. So one ball, two strikes. Newbeck looks in. One-two offering. That one bit upstairs. So that'll even the count of two balls and two strikes. Protaski will step back in. Right-handed batter. Two-two offering. That one foul tipped. So we'll do it again. Getting batter seven, eight, and nine due up here. In the top of the sixth inning, Outlaws lead two to one. So two balls, two strikes to count. Newbeck gets the sign. Two-two offering. That one's going to be a well-hit ball. And over to make the grab in left field is Mize for out number one. First out from Newbeck. That is not a K. Ten batters faced. Nine strikeouts. One retired with a fly ball to left field. Still, that is a pretty good line for a pitcher. Absolutely. I'd settle for half that if I was out there. So stepping in now will be catcher Cam Fafman. He had an RBI single. That one blows by him for strike one. That's a great fastball. He also flew out to right field. I know you haven't got to see, you missed a few games, haven't got to see Newbeck. But he has got, as I said, some dirty, dirty pitches. 0-1 offering on the way. That one in the dirt. I'll even count on one ball, one strike. Yeah, I'm glad I'm watching tonight. And Newbeck, a late arrival on the team, a late addition. He's a freshman at University of Missouri, so just over in Columbia. 1-1 offering on its way. That one's going to be a bouncing ball. That's going to go straight up the middle. Shoot, That'll be gloved and throw to first by Keelholes. And they got play. the out. Well, that's about the second best play we've seen. We saw the best play, I think, this season by the diving grab in the outfield by Voss. Keelholes is going as far as he can to his left. He's throwing off balance while he's veering to his left and just gets a good throw to first base. That was a close play, but it was a great play as well. And he ran from his shortstop position all the way over to the second base position almost. Oh, now it'll be center fielder Ethan Lopez. First pitch to him. Misses. Bounces in the dirt. Yeah, he ran basically from the middle of the infield on the left side to the middle of the infield on the right side. A new back. Looks back in. 1-0 pitch. That one a bit outside. Now goes two balls. No strikes. Two outs here as we play in the top of the sixth inning. 2-0 offering. That one's going to be hit up the middle again, and that one will get through. Almost took the kneecap off of Newbeck, did Lopez. That was nearly identical as the last ground ball, just got better wood on it. It was hit much harder. 
So in 12 batters faced, he's only given up one hit. Still a pretty good line in my book. So now we'll go back to the top of the lineup in third baseman in Brent Weimers. First offering. That one called strike one. Weimers is one for three. Newbeck will throw over to first base. Almost had a chance there to pick off Lopez as he spun the tires trying to get back to first base. He kicked up a big cloud of dust there trying to get back, but couldn't get back to the bag on the first go, but he did reach safely. So Newbeck will step off, take a moment to gather himself. He'll toe the rubber again. Southpaw pitching here in the top of the sixth inning. That one swung on and missed for strike two. So Newbeck looking for strikeout number 10 in 13 batters faced. 0-2 offering on the way. That one's fouled off. That'll be no balls, two strikes. Newbeck again checks the runner at first. That's Lopez. Lopez will go to second, swung on and missed. They'll throw down, but doesn't matter, as that'll be out number three. So the two-out single doesn't do any damage. As the Renegades will come to bat in the bottom of the sixth inning, they trail 2-1. to one. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh-huh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I know a guy. You know an agent, too. It's Kathy Rush at REMAX Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. Well, the Renegades will bat here in the bottom of the sixth inning. They'll send hitters six, seven, and eight. That'll be catcher Hamilton Anderson, third baseman Seth DeNoyer, and right fielder Caden Deal. First pitch swung on and missed. Four strike one. Wrestler still on the mound. He enters his third inning of work. A one offering. That one's going to be in there for called strike two. Anderson is thinking hard about that, swinging at that pitch, but he laid off of it. So 0-2 offering on its way. That one's fouled straight back. 
So we'll still stay at no balls and two strikes. Into Neuer in the on-deck circle, then right fielder Caden Deal. 0-2 offering from Bressler on the way. That one outside. That takes it. One ball, two strikes. So we're nearing 9 o'clock here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field. Blake Gazaway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith on the Show Me Sports Network. 1-2 offering. That one misses just inside by millimeters. So even count, two balls, two strikes. Next pitch on the way. That one outside. We go full at three balls and two strikes. Anderson will dig back in on the left-hand side of the plate. Wrestler's payoff pitch. He's going to rip that over the head of the first baseman, and it's going to go to the corner as Anderson will be on his way to second base. Throw in, though, is going to get him. He hesitated rounding the, base, rounding the first base. He had just a little bunny hop in there. and That cost him. Nice job of fear stake to get on the horse and get over. So that goes as a 9-4 put out. So Denoyer will come to bat now with one out. He's 0 for 2 tonight. First offering to him. That went in there, strike one. You said it wasn't much of a hesitation, but just a little bunny hop in there took the momentum out of Anderson rounding first base. Denoyer's going to take that one for ball one. You can't discredit that throw from right field, though. That was a on-the-money throw to second base. Got him by a mile. So Denoyer will be even in the count of one ball and one strike. That's going to be a chopper hit to the third baseman. He'll glove it, throw over to first base, and get the 5-3 put out for out number two. The right fielder, Caden Deal, will step in now. He had a single his last time up. A deal. We'll take the first one low and inside for ball one. A 1-0 offering. That's going to be hit on the button to the second baseman. He bobbles it, recovers, so is the first in time. So three up and three down. As we'll go to the top of the seventh inning, Still a 2-1 Outlaws lead. We'll pause and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021. It's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. 
Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Liberal Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Liberal Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Now Newback will stay on the mound. We play here in the top of the seventh inning. He'll face batters two, three, and four. That'll be right fielder Caleb Fierstake. Shortstop Logan Klein. Left fielder Ethan Ellis. Fierstake left-handed batter. First offering. Down central called strike one. Bottom of the fifth inning at Chillicothe. It's been all Clarinda. The A's lead 12-3 now. That one down central called strike two. So Newbeck trying to retire Fierstake on three straight pitches. 0-2 offering. That one misses outside, ball one. So one ball, two strikes count. So we play here in the top of the seventh. That one swung on and missed for out number one. That is 10 strikeouts, sorry, 11 strikeouts over 14 batters. So shortstop Logan Klein will step in. He's had a walk, a fly out to right field, and a strikeout. He was stranded on second base, his last at bat. First pitch to Newbeck inside, ball one. One ball, no strike count. Next pitch from Newbeck. That one just misses inside for ball two. So two balls, no strikes, the count. With one out. That one swung on and missed. For strike one, again, big cut there by Klein. He ends up in the left-handed batter's box. Klein digs back in. Two balls, one strike count. Newbeck's next offering. Down central called strike two. So Newbeck will shake off first sign, get sign two. That one's going to be a well-hit ball, and it'll drop into right field. Might as well get the throw, but in there safely is Klein. That was a bit of a hanging curveball right there. Just got enough wood on it, just served it in the right field. That's the first hit given up in the Renegades uniform. Sorry, the Seerat second hit given up in the Renegades uniform for Newbeck. So one out, runner on first base. Now it'll be left fielder Ethan Ellis. Newbeck will look over at first base, throw over there. They say runner is back safely. That's Klein, but not by much. Not much at all. 
That's a real good move that Newbeck has. Of course, being a southpaw, it's a little easier for him to disguise that, but that's a real smooth move to throw over to first base. First offering, that one a bit high to Ellis, ball one. One ball, no strikes to count. One out, runner on first. Newbeck, next offering, that one downstairs. That makes it 2-0. Looks like we got some of the same fans out in center field. You see those deer out there? Yeah, my, uh, my wife saw them earlier, so she pointed that out. That one called strike one. Saw them the other night. I don't remember if that was last night or, two day, or three days ago. They do frequent out there pretty regular. Nice tree line and grassy area out past right in center field. Throw over to first base again. Back safely is Klein. So two balls, one strike to count. Ellis will dig back in. Again, one on and one out. That pitch, that one just upstairs. Makes it three balls and one strike. Newbeck will look in. He'll check the runner on first, get another throw over, no tag applied. Klein back safely. In the on-deck circle will be first baseman Jared Toller. So three balls, one strike to count to Ellis. Next offering. That one walked him. So Ellis will jog down to first base. Klein will go to second. So now it'll be a second, sorry, first baseman, Jared Toller. Runners on first and second. Dubek's going to work the rosin bag. Toller has a two for three night with two singles and a stolen base. The left-handed batter, Newbeck will check on the runners. First offering to him, called strike one. Klein on second base, Ellis on first base. Toller down in the count. No balls, one strike. That one outside. Evens the count at one ball and one strike. One-one offering will be forthcoming from Newbeck. One out, two on. So we play here in the top of the seventh. I pitch that one's going to be fouled back. So that'll put Toller down in the count at one ball, two strikes. That one rocketed into the concrete barrier over to our left. Just a check swing, but it was hit hard off the bat. So Newbeck will check on the runner again at second. He toes the rubber. 1-2 offering. That one's going to be a slow hit ball to the second baseman. Burton will glove to kill holes. He bare hands it, throws the first, Ooh. and could not turn the double play. But he made a heck of a try. That would have been a heck of a double play. A backhand 
Glove flip to Keelholz with bare hands and throws it to first. He did not miss him by much. So now it'll be runners on the corners. With two outs, Jeb Jenkins will step in now, the second baseman. And Newbeck will check on the runner at third. Runners on the corners. First pitch to Jenkins, strike one. Swung at it, but whiffed. Jenkins will dig back in again. Runners on first and third. Outlaws lead two to one. Two outs here in the top of the seventh. Oh, one offering that one downstairs. That evens the count. One ball, one strike. It's definitely cooled off since we started the game, but it is still a hot evening here at the ballpark. It's very muggy. One-one offering from Newbeck. That one's going to be sliced and hit up in the air. Newbeck says, I got it. That will be called off by Mize, who will make the grab for out number three. And the inning is over. So, Renegades able to dodge the jam they got in there. Two stranded on the base path for the Outlaws will go to the bottom of the seventh. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. We'll go to the bottom of the seventh. Bressler still on the mound for the Outlaws. It'll be hitters 9-1 and 2 for the Renegades. They trail 2-1 right now. Designated hitter Dawson Schumann steps in. First pitch to him. Going to be on the inside part of the plate for strike one. Only four hits for the Renegades. That one called strike two. No balls, two strikes. Nine hits for the Outlaws. And Schumann chases one out of the zone there for strikeout number one. So now back to the top of the lineup in left fielder, Drew Mice. And shortstop Joseph Keelholz will be due up next. Mice hit into a double play his last at bat, had a strikeout, took a walk to lead off the game in the bottom half of the first inning, lead off the frame for the Renegades. Wrestler shakes off a couple signs, first offering. 
That one misses. Ball one. Renegades trail two to one. That one's going to be fouled out of play. So I'll even the count of one ball and one strike. Bottom of the sixth inning at Chillicothe, the A's leading from Clarenda, 12-3. 1-1 offering that one upstairs. That takes the two balls, one strike. So Mize will dig back in. That's Drew Mize. That one caught the bottom part of the strike zone first, called strike two. So two balls, two strikes to count. One out here in the bottom of the seventh inning. 2-2 offering on the way. That one outside. That takes us full. Three balls and two strikes. And Joseph Kuhl's in the on-deck circle. Wrestlers payoff pitch forthcoming. That one's going to be a bouncing ball hit to the shortstop. He'll glove, throw over to first base in time to get out number two. That goes as a 6-3 put out. Now stepping in will be shortstop Joseph Kuholz. He is 0-3 with a strikeout, a 1-3 put out, and a flyout to right field. He steps in on the left-hand side of the plate. Two outs, first pitch to him, that one down in the dirt, ball one. Keel holds a dig back in. 1-0 offering. He's going to hit a fly ball. That's going to send the right fielder back and over his head out of the park, and we're tied at 2-2. Two two. Keel holds has his third home run of the season. <coughs> As he takes that yard. He absolutely... Pimped that home run. He knew it was gone. It was a no-doubter off the bat. He stomps on home plate as he will touch them all and tie the ball game up at two apiece. As we're tied at two to two, that thing goes over the River Oak Christian Academy sign. Says 340 out there. I'm going to say that was 350 feet out of the park. That ties us at two apiece now. Center fielder Brady Voss steps in with two outs. He's going to swing and miss the first one. So he'll be down in the count. No balls, one strike. Wrestler looks back in. A one offering. That one swung on and missed. For strike two. Again, Voss down in the count. No balls, two strikes. He's going to launch that one, a well-hit ball, and center fielder's going to come over and grab it for out number three. So he gave it a ride, but did not land in the grass. But Renegades were able to tie it up on a home run ball as it's now tied at two apiece. So we'll go to the top of the eighth inning as we're tied at two to two. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. <laughs> 
There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 Six three four four nine zero nine, or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com. To get the best smile in town, you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan, and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in Mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. We'll go to the top of the eighth inning. As it'll be batters 7, 8, and 9. That'll be designated here, Kalen Protaski. He's going to launch one a mile in the air. Mize tracking it down in left field. Actually calling him off his Voss. That had enough height that Voss had enough time to run over. Track it all the way for out number one. First pitch, first out. Catcher Cam Fafman steps in as we're playing here in the top of the eighth inning. And Renegades have to win tonight and tomorrow night in order to have their first ever home playoff game. That pitch inside, ball one. Would be the first for the franchise. They've had playoff games, but never at home. So one ball, no strikes. That pitch inside makes it two balls and no strikes. So Fafman will dig back in. Newbeck's 2-0 offering, swung on and missed for strike one. One out here as we play top of the eighth inning. We're tied at 2-2. Two to two. Two balls, one strike to count. Newbeck's next pitch. That one misses just inside. Makes it three balls, one strike. Again, we're tied at two apiece after that last half inning. Joseph Kuholz sends it over the right field wall to tie it up at two apiece. With a monster home run, too. So Newbeck again will look in, 3-1 count. Next offering, that one's going to be sliced off the end of the bat. It's going to go into center field for a one-out single. So center fielder Ethan Lopez will step in now. So he has a single. 
fly out to center field in a walk. So one for two with that walk. So runner on first base, one out. First delivery from Newbeck. That one outside and low. Ball one. So Lopez will dig back in. Again, we're tied at two apiece here in the top of the eighth. Newbeck's 1-0 offering. That one sliced over the third base dugout. So that'll even it at one ball and one strike. Newbeck throwing a lot of fastballs right now. He hasn't really gone to the curveball a lot. So Lopez again digs in on the left-hand side of the plate. Newbeck will look at the runner on first. 1-1 offering. Shows bunt, and it's foul. There he goes, throwing a curveball. That fouled off towards catcher Hamilton Anderson. So it'll be one ball, two strikes now. And Newbeck will look back in. Fafman takes a relatively short lead on first. One-two offering that one in the dirt. Anderson good to stop it. Side even the count, two balls, two strikes. We play here in the top of the eighth. Again, tied at two apiece. 2-2 two, two offering. That one a bit upstairs, so we'll go full. At three balls and two strikes. Lopez has taken Newbeck full. Payoff pitch, that one called strike three. That is out number two. That's a big-time strikeout right there. Third baseman Brett Weimers will step in now. He has one on and two out. He was a strikeout victim his last time up. That was the first batter. He did not lead off the inning. Out number three, though. First pitch to him a bit inside. Ball one. Weimers having a one for four night. He has scored a run himself. That pitch, that's going to be skied a mile in the air. Keel holes into Neuer coming in on it. And it's going to be a dropped ball as everybody calling for it and nobody caught it. I don't know who was calling off who there. Denoyer and Keelholz and Newbeck all converge on the same location. I don't know how you rule that. They are going to come out and check on Newbeck as he's kind of looking at his Left hand a little bit. He hit the dirt as well as Denoyer later on. Denoyer. Denoyer caught that uh, ball after it bounced on the ground and slipped on the mound. And I think that is going to be the night for Newbeck. So Newbeck is going to leave the game. I don't know if he's got a cut or just jammed his finger there. Here's some sirens. I don't think they're headed to the ballpark here. I hope they're not. I hope not. 
we'll see that they're looking at Newbeck's that left hand they were looking at. So his night's going to be over. As they're trying to get somebody up in the bullpen, get them up quickly. Obviously, the umpires are going to give some extra time. Be a fire truck over there. Yeah, going up the hill to uh, call up there, yeah. But, you know, the road over there is relatively close to the ballpark that you almost have that first thought of maybe they are headed here. So we'll see who they'll bring out to the mound. Well, to be they, took, they took Newbeck out to put Newbeck back in. <laughs> well, he says he's fine, so we're going to trust you know, him. He's He knows himself better than anybody, so I think they just, looks like they taped the, uh, looks like what, taped the hand maybe? That right yeah, hand? Yeah, right hand. Must have scratched it or cut it on something. First pitch downstairs, ball one, two fierce stake. So it'll be runners on the corners at first and third. Looks like that back of the hand on the right hand, Newback has some tape on it now. So he'll check on the runner at third, now check over at first, throw over to first base. Back is Weemers. How would you uh, rule that last play? Is it a hit or an error? I would, I really don't know. I'd call that an error. But who do you give it to? That one downstairs, ball two. I agree. I think that is really without a doubt an error, but I don't know who you give it to. Uh, E1 and E5 or an E6. It's not Denoyer and... Swing and a miss for strike one. Denoyer and Newbeck were the closest to the ball. Maybe maybe it's an E1, 6, 5. (laughs) I think I'd maybe call an E1. It did. Only thing I'd say is I think it hit off his glove, so that'd be the only reason I'd give it an E1. So Newbeck looks in. Two balls, one strike to count. And next pitch. That one called strike two on the outside part of the plate. He is looking to get out of the inning. He got twos all across the board. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Two runs each for each team. Two, two runners on as well. 2-2 two, two pitch. Newback slips off the mound. I want a bit outside. So now we'll go full. Newback shows he's got some agility there as he went down very gracefully. That pitch is called strike three. Caught the bottom part of the plate, and Newbeck gets out number three. Delayed call by the umpire. Beerstake is still arguing as he's headed to the dugout. He does not agree with that call. So Newbeck has a little mishap on the mound. Has another runner on, and then... Leaves and gets attended to and comes out and strikes out the next batter for out number three. So we'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10. 
doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh -huh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Mm -hmm. I know a guy. You know an agent too. That's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573 761 3405. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Still tied at two apiece. We'll send hitters four, five, and six to the plate for the Renegades. That'll be first baseman Carter Mize, second baseman Ben Burton, and catcher Hamilton Anderson. And right now, big thing, big task for the Renegades is they have to help themselves out here and find a way to put a few runs across home plate. Interesting to see this. the Outlaws still have their pitcher on the mound, and Brenner, even after giving up the home run, he's still in the ballgame as we're in the bottom of the eighth inning. Tying the ball game up by way of a one-run homer was Joseph Kulos, his third in the last week. First pitch, that one downstairs inside to Mice for ball one. Mice digs back in. He's going to hit that one to the opposite field, and it's going to be dropped in there for a single. Third baseman tried to make the backhanded over the shoulder upside down grab and couldn't get it. And standing on first base will be Mize. Only way the third baseman could make that catch would be if he was Nolan Arenado. Not a lot of people make that catch, but good piece of hitting for Carter Mize. So Mize will be on first base. They're going to have a meeting out on the mound. They are going to let this conversation go on for just a little bit. So the home plate umpire will go out and say the little conversation is through. As the Renegades looking to rally here. In the bottom of the eighth inning, they have two runs on seven hits. Should have an error in there. Two runs, 11 hits, no errors for the Outlaws. So Burton will dig in, one on, nobody out here. Bottom of the eighth inning, still facing Bressler. He'll show bunt. He will take it back for a ball way outside. That makes it 1-0. So Burton will step back in. His parents are enjoying the ball game tonight. I saw them and talked to them briefly before the game. He'll show bunt again. He'll take that one back and take strike one. So it'll even the count at one ball and one strike. So he will step back in. 
And Mize on first base had a leadoff single. Burton tried to move him over. He'll lay down a bunt. Down the first base line. The go. pitcher falls down, and Look he's going to be safe. So he legs out the bunt. And now it'll be two on. Nobody out for catcher Hamilton Anderson. That was most likely going to be a put out at first base, but pitcher falls down. He's pretty upset about it. Yeah, he like tripped on the edge of the grass, and he ate it right there, and Burton's safe on first base. Mize moved over to second base, and we're going to have a pitching change as we'll check to see who they bring out. What was the number on that? I think number 26. 28 or 6. 28. So this will be Jake Algie on the mound. So Algie from Brooklyn, Arkansas. He's a right-handed pitcher, a sophomore at Arkansas State University. As he has pitched in 12 games, has three saves, has a 2.13 ERA. He's pitched in 12 and two-thirds innings. Home plate umpire goes out and tells the pitching coach to get to the dugout. He did have a pretty extended stay out there. He did. He was out there a while. So as I said, Algie having... 12 and two-thirds innings worked. 12 strikeouts, 11 walks. He's given up 10 hits. He has faced the Renegades a couple times. Pitched one inning to work back on the 22nd of June. He gave up one hit, one walk, and five batters faced. Also faced the Renegades on July 11th. Pitched one inning as well. Had gave up one run. That was an earned run. Two hits and five batters faced. Again, the Renegades have tied it up. Last inning with a 350-foot home run by Joseph Kuhls. Over the River Oak Christian Academy sign out in right field. So Mize will be on second base. Ben Burton on first after he legged out that bunt and got, I'm going to say he got a hit for it. Keep the official stats, but. Should be a hit. It had been a close play anyways, but the pitcher. Like, stubbed his toe on the edge of the grass and fell down. First baseman came over to try to get that ball. You know, it's an unfortunate break for the outlaws because you can't just leave the ball laying there with your pitcher laying on his back because that gives Mize a chance to get to third and or home. So the first baseman has to come over to get that. But in doing so, vacates first base. Nobody there to cover it. So Hamilton Anderson will step in here in the bottom of the eighth inning. As he, in his last play, hit it into right field but got caught at second base. He just had a little bunny hop after he rounded first base but took the momentum out of it. But again, as you talked about, Grayson, that take nothing away from Fear State because he threw a bullet to second base from the right field corner and got him out. So two on, nobody out here tied two apiece. 
As Hamilton Anderson steps in on the left-hand side of the plate, he's facing new pitcher in Jake Algie. This could be the game right here. Renegades have left a lot of runners on base tonight. First pitch way outside, ball one. Set to Neuer, third baseman will be in the on-deck circle. Looks like they're confused on pitches right there. Catcher did not expect a curveball. So there's some arguing coming from the Outlaws' dugout. As head coach comes out and he says, I, all I got was I'm not arguing with you about something, but I'm not sure what he's arguing about. I don't think he's arguing about this pitch, possibly, because that was definitely way outside. I'm wondering if the umpire was not happy with another timeout call. There's been a lot so far in this inning. That's what I'm thinking, too. And the, the pitching coach did spend about half an hour out there on the mound with the pitching change. Didn't catch. I, I need to work on my reading lips. I need to. I need to better. I need to hear better too. If I had better hearing, I could probably hear what they were saying. So, catcher Hamilton Anderson digs back in. One zero count in his favor. Algio checked the runner at second. That's Mize. One zero offering. That one called strike one. Ben Burton stands at first base. Mize at second. Nobody out here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Anderson even in the count at one ball, one strike. He'll dig back in on the left-hand side of the plate. Next pitch to him. He's going to hit a hard ball to center field. Going back on it is the center fielder, and he's going to not be able to grab it as that goes out of the park. And that is a three-run home run for Hamilton Anderson over the center field fence. That thing goes 385 feet. And Hamilton Anderson is going to touch them all and give the Renegades a 5-2 lead. Looks like the center fielder out there might be injured. As the center fielder, yeah, he's still out there. As Hamilton Anderson gives the lead to, to the Renegades. Home plate umpire says have the phone ready just in case he needs him. As center fielder, that's Lopez. I think just about ran, I wouldn't say head first, but chest first into the wall out there. As Hamilton Anderson takes it yard, most importantly, that gives the Renegades a 5-2 to two lead. So we said that thing went dead center, 375 feet out there, you think, what did I say, 385, 380? I, I don't know, but it was crushed. I mean, I was shocked that thing got out. I thought he made the catch for a second, but he fell down. It was called a home run. I mean, he's still squatting down out there in center field. He's going to stay in the game, but he is definitely feeling the after effects of that. As it clears the base path, most importantly, gives the lead back to the Renegades, as you said. This is really do-or-die time. It's a chance for them. Might be the ball game, and so far you were correct in that as they played it three runs and take the 5-2 to two lead. So third baseman Seth DeNoyer steps in. He's got nobody out here, nobody on. His team leads 5-2. to two. First pitch misses inside, ball one. Looks like, you know, I'm going to have to say, too, I think I inspired Anderson, as I said, giving out the 
Athlete of the Week. That one swung on and missed. Evens at a 101, but Hamilton Anderson got the Week 2 honors. I've just been so busy, didn't have a chance to give it out yet to him. I gave out several before the game today, presented by the Show Me Sports Network. So I'm going to say that's where the inspiration came from on that home run. 1-1 one, one offering, that one on the inside part of the plate for strike two. Takes a one ball, two strikes. Denoyer's looking for his first hit of the night. He's 0 for 3. I got to say, I don't care where the inspiration comes from. I'm just ecstatic that... He got that home run. Denoyer rips that one into the netting over the third base line, so we'll stay at one ball and two strikes. Lopez still just kind of wandering around out there in center field. Yeah, he ran hard into that center field fence. It's almost like he lost track of it and didn't realize how close he was to it. So one-two offering to Denoyer on the way. He's going to slice that foul, so we'll stay. And one ball and two strikes. So Denoyer will step back in again. One ball, two strike count. Renegades have taken a five to two lead. Next offering, that one in the dirt, misses low. So it takes us to an even count of two balls and two strikes. I mean, another thing we need to invest in for next year is also a ball tracker so we know how far these balls go. 2-2 offering. That's going to be a well-hit ball. It's going to drop into left field. So Denoyer has his first hit of the night. He'll be standing on first base. And now it'll be right fielder in Caden Deal. So he steps in. He has one on. Again, nobody out here in the inning. So we play in the bottom of the eighth inning. He has a one for three night. First pitch to him. He swings on and goes back to the net. So strike one. Denoyer will go down to second base. So he gets a chance to fire up the engines and take second on a wild pitch. So Deal will dig back in. Again, left-handed batter. He's one for three. The next delivery on its way from Algie. He'll show bunt. He'll lay it down. Fouled on the third base line. That. Would have been a great play execution right there had it not gone foul. Because now it puts the outlaws in a tough position of do they let Denoyer take third, crash the third baseman down, and try to throw out at first? Or nobody covers it, and now you have runners on the corners at first and third. No balls, two strikes count. That one's going to be called strike three, and Deal is rung up for out number one in the inning. Now... Designated hitter Dawson Schumann steps in. He's had a single, a strikeout, and popped out to the first baseman. He'll step in, tap the home plate on all four corners, say he is ready. Algio check the runner on second. That's Denoyer. First pitch to Schumann, swung on and missed. 
That's strike one. In Renegades lead 5-2 here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Schumann takes a couple cuts at his waist. Now he cocks the bat ready. 0-1 pitch. That one upstairs off the catcher's glove, and Denoyer's going to go to third. So now, that makes it runner on third base with one out. One ball, one strike count with one out. Two, Schumann. Algie looks in. 1-1 offering. That one a bit outside. That makes it two balls, one strike. Renegades plated three so far, looking to add a little more insurance. They lead 5-2 to two here in the bottom of the eighth. That one missed. That caught the outside part of the plate. For strike two. That's... If I recall right, that's exactly almost the same pitch that struck Schumann out his last at bat. Just caught the corner of the plate on the way by. 2-2 offering, swing and a miss, and that is out number two. Now we'll go to the top of the lineup in left fielder Drew Mize. Drew's had a walk, a strikeout, hit into a double play, and hit into a 6-3 out. My scorekeeping is correct. If he can get a hit here, he would. I'm going to foul that one out, but if he gets a hit, I believe everybody in the starting lineup would have a hit. Better late than never. Everybody would have a hit, so he's. The only one without a hit so far. That one in there for strike two. I'll put the pressure on him for it, but Denoyer still standing on third base. 0-2 count. Two outs here. Bottom of the eighth. That pitch way upstairs. Ball one. Doesn't have to do anything fancy here. Just needs to place the ball. A single would score another insurance run. Denoyer stands on third base. 1-2 offering, that one fouled back. Just got a piece of it, sends it to the net behind him. one offering, that one's going to be hit on the money and caught by the second baseman. He sent it. Hard on the line, but caught by the second baseman. That is out, number three. However, there were three runs plated by the long ball as Hamilton Anderson takes it to center field and gives the Renegades a 5-2 to two ball game. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. 
you now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Live beautifully with Avon. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Now Joplin down to their final three outs here as we go to the top of the ninth inning. They trail five to two. And guess who's back on the mound? Tony Newbeck. So he was able to get some tape on that right hand, right wrist, and he is back to try to close out the game. First offering. That one just a bit upstairs. He'll be facing batters three, four, and five. That shortstop, Logan Klein. 1-0 offering. Next pitch, that one a bit upstairs and inside. That makes it two balls and no strikes. So now stepping in will be left fielder Ethan Ellis. So Ellis will dig back in from the right-hand side. One out here, top of the ninth. First pitch, that one called strike one. So it'll be no balls, one strike. With one out here. Newbeck rolls through the signs. He'll take a deep breath. He'll get the sign, toes the rubber. 0-1 pitch on its way. That's strike two. Ellis unable to lift the bat off his shoulders. Newbeck again looks in. 0-2 offering. Missed that one just inside. Takes a one ball, two strikes. And Renegades lead 5-2. to two. This is an important game tonight as they have to win and win tomorrow night and for a chance to have a home playoff game. That one in the dirt. Evens at a two balls, two strikes. I said Renegades have to win both games in order to have a franchise first home playoff game. 2-2 offering. That one swung on and missed for out number two. Oh, the Outlaws down to their last out as they'll send first baseman Jared Toller to the plate. He has had three singles tonight in four at-bats. So Newbeck looks in. He gets the sign, waiting on the batter to step in. Toller, left-handed batter, first offering to him. That one bit upstairs. Couldn't get the ball to break down on that one. So it'll be one ball, no strikes, two outs here. Top of the ninth. That one fouled off, so that'll even the count at one ball and one strike. Renegades lead five to two. Again, they have to win tonight and tomorrow to have a home playoff game against the Outlaws. That one upstairs. That makes it two balls, one strike. That is... 
what they have to do to have a home playoff game Monday. 2-1 offering. Swung on and missed for strike two. And now the Outlaws are down to their last strike. And Newback looking to close out with a 1-2-3 inning. And you know what? No better way than to have a 1-2-3 inning. Retire the side by way of three strikeouts. 2-2 offering on its way. That one fouled back. He just got a piece of it. Crowd is getting really hype here. They also want to see a win. Well, he caught that by the last seam, the last second possible. I thought it was headed by for Hamilton Anderson to grab. So still, two balls, two strikes, two outs here, top of the ninth inning. Newbeck gets his sign. 2-2 offering. That one will be fouled off. That one fouled off to our left, so we'll do it again. Newbeck again goes back to the rosin bag. He is looking for a one, two, three inning. After they, hey, he has that, took his glove off working the rosin, has that right hand pretty well bandaged. And I really think he got a, a cutter scratch there on the outside of his hand. 2 2 offering. Swung on, fouled back. Boy, he just got a seam of that. I thought the last two pitches ago was just a hair of it. That was even less. Man, he is just like the Bee Gees right now and staying alive. That he is indeed. This will be the eighth pitch of the at-bat. As Toller will dig back in, Newbeck's eighth pitch of the at-bat will be forthcoming. Two balls, two strikes to count. Two out. Renegades lead 5-2. to two. Pitches on the way. That one misses. That takes it full. At three balls and two strikes. Newbeck again looking for the third out here. Payoff pitch. That one's fouled back. So this will be pitch number 10 that will be coming. Newbeck trying to retire the side and in the game, in the win column for the Renegades. They lead at 5-2. Newbeck's payoff pitch on its way. That one's fouled off again. And he is putting up an incredible bat right now. He does not want to go home. Toller just cannot catch up to the ball. So this pitch number 11 on its way. Newbeck stares in to Anderson, gets the sign. Toller steps back in in the left-handed batter's box. Payoff pitch on its way. That one in the dirt and walked him. So now it'll be second baseman Jeb Jenkins stepping in. Two outs, runner on first base. So Jeb Jenkins steps in. He had a strikeout, hit into a double play, flew out to right field, popped out to the pitching mound with Myers coming over and taking it as a pop-out F3. First pitch inside, ball one. So Jenkins ahead in the count, one ball, no strikes. Newback will check the runner on first. That one's going to be a well-hit ball. And coming over, Voss is going to grab it for out number three. And he will close the game as Newbeck comes in. And pitches several innings and takes the Renegades 
to the win column. Got a great start on the mound from Jacob Davis as well. Only used two pitchers in the night, and they get the final by 5-2 to two in a game that is a must-win for the Renegades in order to have a home playoff game. This is a big-time play, and, you know, they came up when they needed to. They trailed some of the game. We were tied up some of the game. But they came up big there in that eighth inning when they were tied up at two apiece and came up when they needed to. Yeah, we had a couple big home runs tonight. First one would be the game-tying home run by Joseph Keelholz in the bottom of the seventh. That gave some momentum for the Renegades. And then in the bottom of the eighth inning, there's a three-run home run to dead center field by Hamilton Anderson. And it was just a great win all around tonight. Couldn't be more proud of the pitching or the hitting. Well, you know, I have to say again that I think this win was spurred on by the uh, motivational speech I gave when I was giving out the Athletes of the Week. Earlier in the game, like I said, I had to make up a few weeks in there. So we'll, uh, we'll post who those winners were on our Facebook page. So be sure if you haven't done so, like the Show Me Sports Network Facebook page as the Renegades get the win by a score of 5-2 to two tonight. They do so and look very good in the process. Had good pitching, as you said, good pitching and good hitting. That always equals a W on the board. As the Renegades move to 16 and 18 on the season, Joplin Outlaws fall to 17 and 21. But really, at this point, that does not matter. As what matters is coming tomorrow night, the Outlaws will be back here in town. And the Renegades have to find a way to win tomorrow night in order to have their first ever home playoff game. That'll be right here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field. They knew what they needed tonight to do tonight. They got it done. Now they know what they need to do tomorrow night in order to have a franchise first home playoff game. And it's something that uh, they can definitely do that's within their wheelhouse. Yes, you are correct. Overall, a great win tonight, and I hope they can do that again tomorrow. Well, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, it's just a great win, and I um, hope they can do it tomorrow. I'd love to see a home playoff game here in Jeff City, and I think they have the capability to do that after 5-2 win here against the Outlaws, and I'm excited for it tomorrow. Well, that'll do it for our broadcast tonight. For Grayson Smith, I'm Blake Gasaway here on the Show Me Sports Network. <coughs> Pardon me, swallowed a bug. Hopefully you've enjoyed tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Share and like our Facebook page if you haven't done so already. But uh, hopefully you'll have a good night as we'll be right back here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field tomorrow night as pregame will be about 6.40, first pitch at 7 o'clock as your Renegades will host the Joplin Outlaws again for the second game of their homestead. It's also the last game of the regular season for them as it'll be the season finale of the 2021 Mink League season. So a lot is on the line. They have a chance. They know they're going to the playoffs, but have a chance if they win to host a playoff game. If they lose, they'll be on the road for that playoff game. But all that will be determined with pregame starting at 6.40, first pitch at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. So for Grayson Smith, I'm Blake Gasaway. Have a great evening. Until I talk to you tomorrow evening with pregame about 6.40. So long, and have a great night. You've been listening to the best game coverage in the Mink League on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network.
Blake Gazaway, Grayson Smith, and the broadcast crew are the guys that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Centurion Cares, Batteries Plus Bulbs, Avon with Michelle Carty, Storm Pro Contractors, Mossy Oak Properties, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, River Oak Christian Academy, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Eddie Gaydell Society, Joe Mockins Ford, Riley Automotive, Southwest Dental, Canterbury Hill Winery, The Dugout Sports Cars, Edward Jones, Central Bank, Farmers Insurance, Animal Medical Center, Downtown Chiropractic Clinic, Jefferson Bank, BE Renewed LLC, Ponchero, State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, Hitachi ABB Power Grid, and Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com and jeffcityrenegades.com. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.